this is a less fortunate family. This lady's over here barely has, you know, not well-dressed old family. You know, they're, this is not a picture moment. You know, we, we pray with them. We do all that stuff. It's like, this is not a picture moment. Like, I don't I don't want to put this and this gets into the, the Oracle and there's tens of thousands of people looking at this lady or us doing this in her home and like this shack or like, hey, you know, let's pray with you. God bless you. Hopefully next year you don't you don't have we don't have to come. I'm, I'm almost like I pray every year when I do this that we don't have to bless you next year. What up, what up, what up? It's Three Brothers No Sense. I am Tavares Ferguson, a.k.a. Ferg. Joined with my co-host, Buff and Rizzi. Fellas, tell them what's on your mind. I just want to say homeschooling is kicking my butt. It's my daughter's in the first grade and they have like all kind of stuff. I can do the work. It's the technology that really is pissing me off because it's glitchy. They don't have like the best interfaces and things like that. So she, little stuff like she'll type in an answer and it's not in the right spot and she has to move the box to get it in the right spot, but the box won't move and all this. I, it's just annoying. So I've been kind of dealing with that while being back at work, while, you know, being quarantined, I can't get away. Uh, bro, it's just, I, I need, I need something to shake. So, School ends in what two weeks, and I am ready for it to end, one hundred percent. Well, not to burst your bubble, but this might be the new norm. You know, they're talking about not opening schools next year. You know, yeah, that's what I hear. I know even for college, Haley was telling me that um, they may not let them move back into the dorms, and they may do all online classes for the fall for most colleges as well. And on top of that, football might not be coming back. Uh, I hear the NFL, but even college, especially college, college, they may not be uh, bringing it back. Yep. The whole sports world is turned upside down because I'm thinking about think about like the NBA, somebody like LeBron who's like, this might be my year to make it all happen. You know, the Warriors are hurt. Uh, Durant's been down. If they pick this, pick the season back up, people are going to be recouping from their injuries. You know, Durant might be able to play. If they pick the NBA up in the next few months, he might be good to play the rest of the season. Yeah, you know, I like thinking, I was thinking about that. <laughs> you know, it's like, man, I can't can't win for losing. So, I mean, that's a good problem to have when you're making millions and millions of dollars. But it, it, it's weird. So, you know, Buff, what's going on with you, man? Just completed my two weeks of. Uh... I can't even lie. I really only did about a full week, but I finished my two weeks of working. Now I'm back on two weeks of admin. But thanks to uh, a trip that we had planned to go to New York, uh, I had approved leave already for my first week to go back. So I kept those days. So only worked Friday that first week. And then I worked uh, Saturday through Friday for uh, this week. But I'm glad to be off and glad to have the two weeks. And you mentioned NBA Ferg. I'm looking to I'm looking forward to the last dance, man. We don't have any live sports right now. ESPN moved up their uh ten part documentary on Michael Jordan's last season in Chicago when they beat the Utah Jazz for the championship. I'm looking forward to that joint, man. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely gonna be a trip down memory lane. Speaking of, like how impactful do you think this 
this time period is going to be in your life? Like, how do you think you're going to always go back to 2020, the yeah. quarantine years? Like, you know, is it going to be up there with 9-11, those moments yeah. in history that you yeah. remember? Uh, what is it? What is it? It's Pearl Harbor. It's uh, 9-11. It's probably when Kennedy got assassinated. I mean, it's it's up there. 2020 is up there. And like you say, first, we got to see what the new normal is going to be, because we may have a constant reminder. You know what I mean? Depending on what the new normal is that, hey, hey, yo, remember when we used to, you know, not wear a mask out at the mall and stuff? You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely changed. Yeah, that that may become a normal like in yeah. Japan and China in those areas where when you're sick you put a mask on. That's that that is a social norm there that I think may come over uh and actually become a norm here yeah, too. Yeah, definitely. The world's not I don't I don't think we're ever going to be the same after this. I mean, people are much more aware of hygiene, social distancing, disinfecting. It's 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 crazy. You know, my wife and I were just talking about, you know, when things kind of get back to normal and just having people at the house. We're not having those big gatherings like we used to. At least mindset is right now that's not going to happen. And even then, it's, we ask people to take off their shoes at the door. OK, if not, then are we going to steam clean the floors after everybody leaves? And like it's a lot of things you have to take in consideration moving forward, um, even after this dies down, because you just need to start getting in the habit of hygiene and just disinfecting and just infection control. So. Well, well, speaking of hygiene, though, I mean, some some people have gone the other way with the hygiene and there's folks that's taking baths once, twice a week now because they ain't got to leave the house. Are so, you one of those somebody's resident? So, <laughs> no, I take one every morning um, because it, it's one of those things that I, I need to yeah. feel fresh uh, when I'm online because I'm doing most of my work is online now, you know, in conference calls and video conferences and stuff. And I, so I just feel like I need to go ahead and bathe and, and everything. So I still take my showers. But, um, yeah, I've heard stories. And then there's the whole bra thing. Like women just aren't wearing bras anymore. Like, are they going to start back now? I mean, they've had a month of just freeness. <laughs> That's what you're worried about. <laughs> well, are you, are you for or against? I mean, I'm, I'm definitely with, I am definitely with no bras. Like mm-hmm. let them hang ladies. Let I'm, them hang. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to get my opinion on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, it's crazy because yeah, it, it's been, it's been crazy for me because like the same way you say you have to do hygiene and stuff like that. I think about it, I'm used to dressing up. I'm in sales. So, you know, either I'm wearing a suit or I'm going up, you know, going out in a shirt and tie or at least a button down daily. I think I've worn sweats every day for the last month and a half. <laughs> Dude, I, I've been on conference calls in PJs. Like not even sweats, you know, and so it's like a suit or like a button down on the top but and like some PJs. I, 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 you don't even wear a shirt. You don't even wear a shirt tied at the top. <laughs> I'm, I'm worn. I'm worn t-shirts and sweats. And for anybody that knows me, I kind of like to dress up. Like I, I like clothes. You know, that's my guilty pleasure is clothes and food. So, I'm. It, I'm not dying, you know, believe it or not, I probably bought more sweats in the last year, year and a half, because I think I work out more than I have in the last 10 years. And they're getting their use because I definitely didn't wear sweats. I wear sweats and a T-shirt every day and not having a haircut is throwing me off. And my my lawn brothers are trying to get me to cut my own hair. And they said, all I need is a guard. And I'm like, I don't I don't trust that. So um, for you, non hair having people or low low cut wearing people that can just cut it off. 
I envy you right now because I don't know what to do with mine. I just don't want to go bald. I look like <laughs> Chewbacca out here. But I'm getting my beard together, though. I will say that. Just wear hats, man. I can't wear hats. I have hat head, man. <laughs> like, my hair is that thick. Yeah, bro, you, you might need to just shave it down. Like, worst case scenario, or not cut it all the way off, but yeah, you you throw a three or four guard on there and at least cut it down. It's not going to hurt anything. Stay with yeah, the grain. You, got the, you know, you, my hair has different textures and it goes different ways, man. We're not about to talk about haircuts right now, man. What I want to talk about is how some people aren't taking this serious enough. So, you know, I'm going to hold that comment and I think I might talk about it on the later later part of the show. So it, it, it's truth, though. They they aren't. Oh, I do want to shout out to uh, Brandon Davis uh, with the the special episode yeah, on the COVID-19. Um, that was huge, man. That that if you guys haven't listened to that Rona part one, go check that out. It is very, very informative. And this morning we actually recorded part two and it's on the economics side of it. And so he had two very, very smart economists on there. So you guys, that'll be dropping this Wednesday. Be be sure to go out and listen to that one as well. Yeah, man, that was a great episode. Uh, I listened to it and I shared it on multiple groups and I hope people actually took a a chance to listen to it and took time to listen to it because there was some good facts and it was coming from our people just kind of giving to us realistically you know so a lot of stuff we can learn and probably more so unlearn because especially when this thing kicked off it was all these not only conspiracy theories but it was also these i guess backwoods solutions to coronavirus and wives tell you know drink some hot water and you'll be okay and don't do this and you know, stay away from aspirins. And it's just like everything, every time you turn around, somebody was telling you how not to get the coronavirus. And of course, my favorite is that black people are immune to coronavirus because you definitely don't see any black people getting it. And fast forward to until April and completely different story. But but I think that's a good place to stop, fellas. Let's go ahead and pay these bills so we can get into the questions. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Well, we're back. Three brothers, no sense. And, you know, it's uh, that time of the show where one might stand. Razi, what do you have for us? So I was trying to find a good one. And um, somebody, you know, we, we've had these issues with the toilet paper shortage and everything like that. And so, um, you know, I was watching the Terminator movie and, and I was like, I was wondering, I was like, where did he find his toilet paper? And I was like, oh, I get it. I'll be back. I'll let you no, take that one no, part. No. You guys want to laugh. Get it? I'll be back. I'll be in the back. No, never mind. <sighs> um I can't I can't re- I can't remember the first one, but that might I can't remember some of the older ones, but that one might be the worst. So. Yeah, that 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 might be. That was bad. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that, was, that was horrible. 
Hey, bub, what's your mom? If you can't say anything nice, yeah, don't say anything at all. I tried. They're just <sighs> right. Hey, he was he, he was on a hot streak, so he was yeah, you know. he was down for off game. <laughs> hey, you got a bomb. You know, it's one of those things. You, you got to try. And you got to test the, uh, the material, game. man. Like Dion Cole, you ever seen him when he's doing those new jokes? He was in there with his notepad, like, okay, I'm gonna lose that one. Yeah, rising. Like, X that one exactly. from your, your your repertoire. Well, fellas, I'm gonna open up with uh, talking about the coronavirus because it's 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 a hot topic. And I don't know if you guys saw the video of the block party in Pensacola. Mm-hmm. I think they said it was like 5,000 people out there. Mm-hmm. And I think we had one in our our hometown in Mobile. I think it was in Trinity Garden. Oh, it was in PA? It was in PA? 45, yeah. Okay. And, and what made me think of it is because I read an article not too long after that talking about the a housing project in New York that just they were just running rampant with coronavirus uh, victims. You know, they actually found a mother and her son older, a little older in their house. You know, they had already passed. And the only reason they, they found them is because the smell got too bad and the neighbors called the police. And it's so, it made me think because it's easy to automatically judge people. And when you read that article, it talks about the the living environments and what they're dealing with and kind of the need to escape, like almost like being in a cage. And, you know, the three of us all have uh, pretty decent sized houses. And, you know, so we can kind of move about even stuck in the house, go in the backyard, go in the front yard. Buff goes in the, the man cave or whatever the case may be to get away. A lot of these people don't have those those options. Do you feel like it is it that is it just a, a lack of knowledge? Do you think it's circumstantial or uh, a little both that are making a lot of the African-Americans and other minorities just targets or sitting ducks for this epidemic or this pandemic, I might as well say. I don't know if it's it's lack of knowledge. I I think there it's multifaceted, right? It, it's a lot of things are causing it. One is black people are very much concentrated in urban centers, right? So one, you have places where black people are are usually more compressed. And so they're, they're seeing people touching people, dealing with people a lot more often than if say in the South or in rural areas where more of your less educated whites are right. So a lot of your less educated black people are going to be in those uh, urban centers. And so while there may be a little bit of level of education with it, you've got that you've got the, also the risky behavior is synonymous with those, uh, poor communities, right? They they just are, they're really bad about small things. Like they don't use protection when they have sex. And so there's higher STD rates in those areas and things like that. So risky behavior is part of it. Uh, also, just being able to say, I'm going to socially distance when I've got to get up and go to work. 
So a lot of times it's not just, oh, they're throwing block parties, but it's I still got to go to work. I still got to go and serve. I still got to go and drive that bus. I've still got to go do what I got to do to pay my bills. And so they're interacting with people a lot more often. And then they come in. And yes, there may be a little bit of, you know, lower hygiene standards and things like that. They they may not have as high hygiene standards. They may not think about that as often. So they may come in the house and go straight to eat instead of coming in and washing their hands and sanitizing and then going to eat. Uh, or, or, you know, even if they come in or they they work at a restaurant, so they brought something home from um, the restaurant, they come in and they may not wash their hands before they go ahead and eat or they're eating on the way home or they're eating at the restaurant, but they don't wash their hands before. So you've got a lot of different factors that are causing our community to get hit harder. But I, I, I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, it's just because we don't know better. It's like it really is a historical and you, you, you I hate to kind of always go back to, oh, think about slavery and how the system has put us in this position but really it is that that whole system has been put in place and put those people in those positions to now that they're having to deal with it and it is hitting them harder than some of the other even poor communities that are more rural and spread out and they're they you know it's easy to social distance when your neighbor's two miles down the road you don't see them that often anyway it's easy to social distance when you know going to walmart is going to going into the city um it's, it's a lot harder when, you know, I I have one grocery store in my 10 block radius and all of us have to go to that one spot to get groceries. And so we're packed in there no matter what. Um, and, and, and then the grocery store may be overwhelmed. So they may not be following the social distancing rule and making sure that, you know, only so many people can be in there. So the six foot rules out of the way and all that stuff. So it, it man, it, it's, it's larger than that, but it definitely isn't just one particular but, thing. Well, I mean, one negative thing against us. Control. Like you, you have to go to work. You're, you know, and it might be some lack of judgment. It's, you know, okay. I forgot to, I was eating on the way home and I forgot to wash my hands, you know, you know, but a block party, like a full fledged block party with thousands of people. That's the, the block party happened this weekend, but your president wants to reopen the uh, the nation. Yeah, but he's stupid in a, in a week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if, we're, if, we're, if we're using him to set the bar, I mean, we know who this guy is. I mean, he's he wants to be a king. You know, he's going to let the luckily he's going to let the governors run the states. Who? Wow. Who would have thunk that? You know, this guy's a freaking idiot. But it's the fact that you have thousands of people, you know, hey, I got to go to work. I might have to catch a bus. I might have to go to Walmart. But it's thousands of people out there partying and stuff like that. Do we not take it serious enough or do we not? Do we truly just not know better? Is it not serious? You know, What's going on? Buff, Buff, help me out, man. So I think Razio touched on a lot of great points. Uh, so I won't reiterate a lot of those, but some of the ones I, I, I would like I would like to add to his list is like one. Um, so your your overall question is, you know, it seems like it's targeting us and we're dying at a higher rate than other races. I think for one, it can be lack of resources. So like 
you know, they're telling us to get the Clorox, the, the bleach wipes and the uh, the Lysols and the sanitizers and stuff like that. You already struggling to buy food, pay for childcare, clothes, daycare, all that kind of stuff. Like, and, and, and I don't know about you guys, but like, we're literally like wiping down things like all day, every day. So that stuff runs out quick. We sanitizing all day, every day. A lot of stuff runs out quick and they may not have the resources to get the things they need to protect themselves. Also, our immune system. You look at people like residents in Baltimore who are still living in row houses with lead paint. You look at uh, Flint, Michigan, who they were drinking water with, with lead in it for years. So who knows how, like that project you mentioned in New York, who knows how weak their immune system was already or in black communities all across the nation as well to go with that. Also, some of it is ignorance. I think Razio kind of disagreed with that point. I want to add to it this fact, like, by now, everyone has heard about coronavirus. But if you're not truly paying attention to it, there are, like, some small, very important details that you can miss. So, like, everybody knows to wash their hands. That's what they were stressing at the beginning. All you got to do is wash your hands. If you wash your hands, you'd be good. Now we're learning there's more than that. Now we're learning that it can last in the air for a while. It can land on your shoes and live on your shoes for you while or your clothes. How many of these hardworking black people are coming home, taking their shoes off outside, taking their clothes off as soon as they get in the door versus like walking through the house, you know, tracing it all over the place, things like that. So you really got to be paying attention because this is a disease we haven't had before is evolving on our intelligence and our knowledge of it. Stress. You mentioned the people that had the black, the block party in our old city and in Pensacola. Look, man, black people, on a norm, got enough to deal with. Now you put this on this on their plate. It's like, listen, we need to. We want to have some fun, okay? We we're not trying to be locked down. We need to get out, even if it's against their better judgment. They're gonna want to do that. And lastly, I just want to point out, you know, I think when you say we don't take it serious enough, and I rail against conspiracy theories all the time, but the reason why we have so many conspiracy conspiracy theories in the black communities because we we lack trust in in our government and authority in this nation as a whole. Been lied to, I think we talked about on the previous episode, police derived from, you know, slave catchers, the Tuskegee uh, experiment. Like, we have been lied to so much to where we don't trust anything, redlining our neighborhoods and things like that. So you telling us this, this, there's this invisible thing that can that may kill you. So you got to stay in your house. You got a lot of black people like, man, nah, I ain't, I ain't feeling that. No, I'm getting out. I'm going to do what I want to do. So all of that combined with what Razio said leads to us being subjected to being a higher fatality rate with this virus. And, and I, I agree with you guys. I think there's a lot of things where sometimes it's outside of our, our scope or we can't, I don't know. I mean, back to, we can control what we can control. Like, if we are where a lot of us are the frontline workers in our community, you know, we're, we're the people that have to do those things. We're the ones that a lot of us can't work from home and stuff like that. But you brought up trust. We are probably the biggest conspiracy theorists in the world. We don't trust anybody like you said. And so I would think that we're probably the most cautious. We're the same people that turn the lights off when it's lightning. Like we don't, we don't trust anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, how are we so careless? I mean, yes, the things Rosie mentioned, you mentioned, are cool. 
yes, the fact that life's tough and stress, but to have a block. I mean, I just I guess I can't get over it. Like we're literally having a block party, knowing that black people are dying at a alarming rate and a higher rate than anybody else in the country. And so we're just going to all go out and concentrate in whatever the whatever the opposite of social distance is. That's what we just did. Like we literally just did the opposite of what we're supposed to do. The exact opposite, you know, and I'm pretty sure people were barbecuing, people were smoking, sharing the same blunt. Like it's all kind of stuff that was going on that was going to put us in a worse situation. And I pray for my hometown. I pray for Pensacola. I hope that we are lucky enough that that doesn't spark a huge spiral of just cases. Yeah. But you got to think, why is New Orleans so so big right now? Because of things like Mardi Gras. It's those same behaviors. And I'm not saying it was just it's black New Orleans. It's just those same behaviors, having those events. So everything you we've done in the last month can be undone in a few hours. And it's just like, and you, you I think you made a good point where I think a lot of it is knowledge. We just don't know any better because it's the first thing you hear here is you have to wash your hands and sanitize and stuff like that. But every time you turn around, there's there's new information. Yeah. Then that new information might contradict what you heard the day before. You know, so that's a, that's a big thing, you know. Uh, and on top of that, there's a whole lot of misinformation out there. There are people that are still saying there's a theories, uh, you know, that it's a conspiracy theory or even, you know, some of the conspiracy theories are that it was a, you know, a virus created to kill black people. Well, if that's the case, stay your butt at home because it's created to kill you. Like, it, you know, even if you want to roll down the conspiracy theory route, it's still a no, virus that's it, out there that can kill you. Nothing so about it says relax. Sit down. Nothing uh, about know, anything you heard, you know, um, outside of black people are immune to it, which was quickly debunked. Hmm. Uh, says, hey, let's do this. Let's go have a block party. You know, the, the area in New York, and I don't think it's, they probably didn't have a block party, but, you know, I think it goes back to being in those areas, confined spaces, you know, sometimes having overcrowded houses, and I just need to go get out. So I'm going outside, and I'm sitting on the stoop, I'm sitting outside, and I'm hollering at my homeboy, and you're like, you're not social distancing, because yeah, you're hollering, I'm only hollering at Rozzy, but who did Rozzy holler at before he got here? And who did that person holler at before they got here? And, you know, like those, those are diseases and uh, things are transmitted, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And and you got to think about, especially in some of those urban centers where there's a apartment complex that has like a single entry, you know, so everybody is using that single entry door to buzz in, buzz out, go upstairs, hit the elevator, go on, you know, holding the rails of the uh, stairs and things like that. So you also have to think about that in those urban centers where they aren't, they, they technically can't social distance uh, because they're having to touch things that other people are touching constantly. So you also have that where there's going to be a higher uh, rate of transmission just based on, Hey, we got people touching things that I don't know who touched this before. Whereas like in my house, I know who comes in my door. I know who comes in. I can stop anybody from coming in. I know who's touched my front door. 
and my doorknobs. So it's it's that part of it, too, where you're just going to have a natural higher transmission. Yeah. And I mean, I'm talking about the extreme cases. We're talking about block parties and stuff like that. But I'm thinking about a lot of people I just know that are, you know, they they're not carrying on life as normal, but they're taking way more chances than you would think. You know, I have family members and friends. Yeah. I mean, I even fussed, I even fussed at my mom because, you know, she was like, let's go to Walmart. And she's like, let's me and you go to Walmart. I'm yeah. like, why? Why would we put two people out there yeah. to be exposed? I'm like, no, one of us will go to Walmart yeah. and then you're going to yeah. wash up or, when you get home. You know, That's how like, it's well, going to work. Stop by that so. house, or, you know, I'm, I'm about to go swing by Pop's house today. And I'm like, no, no, nobody's been in my house outside of the four people that stay there in the last over and over a month. I've, I, Z's mm-hmm. probably left the house maybe twice. Um, I'm the only person that leaves the house really. Like it's, it's, you know, it's, and my habits have changed over that. Like now I don't wear shoes in the house, you know, like as we find out m- more information, she wipes down and then, you know, I kind of get on her cause I think she's overreacting, but you know, she still wipes down and maybe that's it. You know, uh, maybe we're kind of always think people are overreacting because, you know, we ordered Instacart today and she's wiping down the groceries and I'm like, ah, oh. but I mean, she's, she's right. You know? Um, so maybe I'm part of the problem, you know, maybe I, I, I'm willing to do certain things, but I'm not willing to do all things. No. Um, but please don't have no block parties. Any, 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 if any of our listeners are there, please do not have block parties. Please do so, not go to block parties. Yeah, please do not do anything. It, it, it was kind of hard to excuse that. Like, I think the points me and Rosie was making mostly was like with the New York project you you referenced. It's kind of only the only thing, and this isn't a defense, but having a block party and stuff like that. So the three of us, I don't want to say we're well off, but we are probably more comfortable than lower income individuals. So we're able to, I guess, think about things on a macro level versus them. They they only can think about their their personal issues. They don't have time to worry about, you know, is this wiped down? Is that wiped down? Should I not go hang out on Highway 45? Hey, it look like it's fun out there on Highway 45. I want to go have fun. I'm about to go have fun. I don't have time to think about who I might affect when I get back home and things like that. So, yeah, I think... And, and like I said, that that risky behavior of if if I catch it, I catch yeah. it. It's only a three. It's only a three percent death rate. So I got a ninety seven percent chance of uh, you Rizzy, know getting better they, off Rizzy, of they ain't it. Doing the math, bro. I'm oh, telling you, not, bro, but I'm just saying it, 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 the the quick math of it is my my chances are okay if I do catch it I'm gonna be all right so I'm I, good that that it, they're not thinking past I'm that. I'm a part believer that most people believe that things don't happen to them. And I, I think I said that a, a few episodes ago. Like one thing I realized about life, if, you know, I situations that I've been in the last few years and just being like, you realize that you're a part of this thing called life. You know, we're, we're at almost 30,000 people in America have died. You know, it's 30,000 people that probably thought doesn't happen to them. You know, it's it's it can happen to you. And there's a lot of times you just think I'm not going to be the one that catches it. And so it's it's not to doing the math. It's just, you know, I'm you know, I'm, what are the chances of me catching? You know, that's that white people stuff. You know, you know, uh I don't know, man. Please don't go block parties, please don't do any stupid stuff. Buff, did I cut you off, man? I know you were talking. No, 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 I got it all up. All right, all right, all right. On to the next one, man. So I'm gonna ask this. So I asked a very uh 
different question last week. And I think to an extent, we've kind of touched on this question before, but I just wanted to uh, get you guys, I guess, answer on record because once again, I'm going to reveal one of my flaws. So we've talked about Razio has made the, uh, you know, the, the limp wrist joke from time to time on here. Uh, and we have definitely, we sp- I feel like we've spoken up for gay people and their rights and how they should be treated the same. But I, um, I guess I'm still, I still have some of my old ways that creep back up on me sometimes. So I wanted to ask you guys this question and, you know, be bold and answer honestly. How would you react? So we, I asked in the past, you know, how would you feel if somebody offered to buy your lady a drink at the club? How would you guys feel if a gay guy offered to buy you a drink and came and hit on you? Like, are you automatic? Are you going to recoil and automatically be defensive? Or do you handle it just like you would if a female hits on you that you're not attracted to? Be honest. Don't don't put on for the show. <laughs> I'll, I'll go first. I'll, I'll, I would be flattered. <laughs> it's, it's funny. I, um, one of my gay friends, he was, he was saying, he was like, gay guys don't like every dude out Correct. there. Like, yeah. you know, we're not yeah. attracted to every guy out there. So if, if a gay guy hits on you, it's because he's attracted to you the same way. Like you, you talked about the, the female who I, I'm not really feeling like they don't know. I mean, now I, I might think, am I putting off signs or something like that right, right, right. to be like, why, why you, th- why you feel comfortable enough <laughs> that, you know, you can hit on me. But you know, if it, if it's one of those things that we're, we're in a bar that is very, very open you know, because you, you know the kind of feel of a bar. And if it's one of those bars that it's like a very, very straight lace type bar and they hit on me, that might be something a little different than if it's kind of a a really open bar, fluid bar. And so we're just kind of there chilling and he, he he's, he's testing the waters and like, hey, I'm gonna, hey, you want me to buy you a drink or can I buy you a drink? And I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Appreciate it. I, I think that's it. It's like, no, nah, I'm good. I appreciate well, you can't it. Accept the drink. Uh, Cause, cause I'm not gay, and uh, like we talked about, you don't about, have to be gay to like accept we, the drink. No, no, no. Like we talked about, my like when guys buy drinks, there is a a level of expectation of some reciprocation, you, even if it's just but, some time. If I'm not mistaken, you guys said it was okay for your wives to accept that drink. That doesn't mean she wants to go and be with them. So why can't you accept the drink from the gay guy? Because I don't want any misconceptions (laughs) (laughs) of that reciprocation. I just wanted to make sure. (laughs) So what say you, Ferg? I don't don't think I would necessarily be... My instant thought wouldn't be, I'm going to be flattered. You know, that's not going to be... I think... (laughs) Like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Me? Thank you. (laughs) You know, it's like... uh, Now, how ugly is this gay dude now? I'm just bullshitting. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, like, I I, I hope to think, I think I would be caught off guard, for real. Like, honestly, I'd be like, what the f***? You know, like, um, is it this pink blazer I wore? Yeah, yeah, you know, like, is it? <laughs> like I said, am I putting on yeah, vibes? Yeah, am I putting like, on vibes? Is, is, is my, 
you know, because once again, I like to dress, you know, I have my own style. So, you know, I might not dress like the average guy. So it's like, damn, my shirt too tight. Am I, you know, like, am I giving off signs? But I, I don't think I'd accept a drink. I'm, I'm with Rizy on that. I don't want to mislead this person that there's an opportunity for this to go any farther. You know, uh, if they come off respectful and stuff like that, if they, because it's, it, I'm not, I'm saying no, regardless, like if they come off like extra cocky and trying to like, like, you know, um, you know, like yeah, they, walk, they walk up to the bar, like <laughs> they walk up to the bar, like, yeah, let me get a, let me get a, a rum and coke and whatever he's drinking. I'm like, nah, I'm good. You know, like, <laughs> like I've used that line. Like don't, 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 don't use those lines. <laughs> I don't want none of that. (laughs) So, what are you drinking? Like, I don't, I don't know how that goes. But it's, it's just, it's just not like I wouldn't be offended. I just want to make sure that they, um, he understands that I'm not interested. Um, continue doing what you're doing. Maybe go over there, especially like if it's a, you know, straight lace club. It's like, first of all, what did I give off? You know. Uh, are you going to ask him that? <laughs> I don't know. You know what? I, I, I might. I might. Truthfully, I might strike up a conversation like, wait a minute. You now, know, if he, like, if what, he, what made you think you know, that it was cool? Like, was it, were you just testing the waters he, or he, is it like, do y'all what? have a special uh, like nod that I did? Like, I need to know. Did I give Was I tapping my foot too much at the bar? Like, did I... Am I putting my left foot on the bar and not my right foot? Like, did I do a sign that led me that I gave up the wrong sign? But you know what? I'm a cool person. So, like, if they're cool, like, sorry, man, yada, 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 you know, thought you were attractive. Just want to, you know, they seem cool. And I'll, like, I'll talk to people. Like, I'm, I'm a people's person. So I'll talk to people like, you know, um, hell, does that work? But I don't, I wouldn't accept a drink and I wouldn't be offended, I don't think. And I, once again, I don't think. And I said this the other day. I the reason this uh, we have this part of the reason we have this show is I always want people to challenge their their norm or their initial thought process. You know what I'm saying? Like if I could, re, if I had to rename the show, it'd be called "On Second Thought." You know, like my initial thought is this was like on second thought. You know what? This is how this is how I probably should react. You know, because we usually just do off off GP, and it's more so like. But I don't think I would change that. Like I just, I just. I'm not going to be violent or anything like that. I'm not about to call dude out. I don't think I'll be as flattered as Rozzy is, but. Again, I mean, it, this is 38, 39 year old me. It, now, you know, you had to call me at 25, 26. It might've been a ho- totally different story so saying, when I'm really, really cute all you, now. You, you, and you, you like, well, you yeah. dead by Rozzy. So you take your compliments where you can get them. Is that where you at? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, I'm in this fitness group now. Uh-oh. So it's about to, uh, I'm about to get fined for this Vegas trip. Uh, I need to start getting it together, man. Yeah, yeah. Tabitha, uh, Tabitha doing her thing, man. I got to get it, man. Yeah. Uh, I got to get motivated again. I'm, I'm, I'm a, when I work out, I'm like, I like to be in the gym. It's hard for me to work out at home. Yeah, working at home, working out at home sucks, bro. Like it is hard. And I just like, I get so uh, distracted by the office, but no, no, let's not digress. Let's not get distracted. Buff, what say ye? Okay, I thought I was gonna get off uh, without having to answer my own question. <laughs> you, so, you know, you the you the frugal one to know rises the, the Jew, but you you do oh, like to be cheap oh. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we're not we're not gonna perpetuate uh, that stereotype, Ferg. <laughs> yeah, you're right. When I said it, I thought I was, I was, I was wondering if you were gonna call me out. out. Yeah, I wonder if you were gonna call me out. Um, I would hope 
Well, so my my answer probably won't be all that PC. I I would definitely be. I think I would be weirded out by it because it's never happened to me, and it's not something that I would ever expect to happen to me. So if it would happen, kind of like how you guys said, like, "Yo, what did I did I wear something? Did I do something?" Like, you know, what I'm saying. But I think some people would hear those answers that we said and would be like, "You guys are treating it as though it's wrong." to be putting off a gay vibe or to have a gay man be attracted to you. So if anyone feels that way, you know, please correct us on that. But that's just honestly how I think I would feel. And I, I, you know, I do think I would get upset if they don't take that first no. You know what I mean? Like, you know how some guys, when they approach a woman, they're like, no, no, I'm good. He's like, no, you, baby, that's that's for you right there. You yeah, know? Yeah. Oh. Uh, you know, you know, and, and, and they keep going. Like, I ain't want your ugly ass anyway. And I got to agree with y'all. I'm not, I'm not accepting the drink, but I'm definitely not flattered like Orazio. Uh I'm not sure. I, I think I would be calm. I just think I would be a, a little more weird than you guys have admitted to. But as um, long as they're not too pushy or whatever, I'm, I think I'm but, but this is also me being me and being semi-arrogant. I actually, um, I'll probably feel the same way if an ugly chick approached me. <laughs> So, <laughs> like you, like, you, you actually like, thought? Well, did, I, did I give off vibes that made me feel desperate that you thought you could find these drinks? That, that was me years, years ago. So yeah, that was. I'm a lot nicer now, but uh, I used to. I would get offended if, if like, how how dare you? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely think I've matured enough to the point to where I won't be like, in word, what the f. I, mean, I ain't, get, well, you know, what I'm saying it like automatically make it a, a hostile, confrontational thing. I, I think I definitely would be mature and be like, "Nah, I'm good, man. Not that way." And I, I think I would be curious as to what I did to make them want to approach me. Now you got me thinking of Buddy from Martin, uh, the big gay dude from Martin. He's always hit on Martin. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here looking like a milk dud with that beard on. <laughs> <laughs> so Razzy would have like so, he, so Razzy's smiling and saying oh thank you <laughs> so you like this shirt huh my little Italian stallion he all flattered and stuff okay good to know, good oh, to know. God. Oh, Razzie, how I feel inside and how I react are two different things <laughs> <laughs> they like me they really like me <laughs> Rise, it closes out, man. So, so I'll close out. Actually, this probably is going to be a short answer for you guys, but it kind of goes along this same line. So I've seen, you know, they've got all these TikToks going out right now and everybody's all on TikTok. And so everybody's doing these different challenges. And so I saw one that was like, hit the switch. I don't know if y'all know which one that is. It's, it's where you have two people in the camera, uh, and then they, turn the switch off, turn it back on and they've switched places, switch clothes and everything like that. And I saw a, cu- a couple of like husbands doing it with their wives mm-hmm. or even like fathers doing it with their daughters. And so my question to you guys is, would you hit the switch with your spouse or your da- daughter? No. Period. Yeah, that's it. That's it. it, it- 
Not not even if like it depends on what they're wearing or you just wouldn't do it at all. Oh yeah, you mean like if they're wearing like a t-shirt and sweats or whatever like that or like something that is interchangeable with a male and a female, maybe but not. Yeah, or or just you know, but but still kind of in in a you know like you, your wife is backing it up on you and then boom y'all hit the switch now you backing it up on her. You know, are you dancing on her the same kind of way or something uh, like that? Like, not, not to knock anybody that does it, but no, that's that's not my style. I don't play space like that. <laughs> I'm going to say no, too. And it's not because of the the gender roles or me worrying about people think like I'm not big into those. I don't like that, 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 that attention that comes with these challenges. You know, like I don't get into all that. But in the same token. I know there's a chapter or there was a group of bros that used to do a, a charity walk in like high heels. I forgot what it was for. Mm-hmm. And yep. I've seen a yeah, it was like yeah, breast, breast, cancer, breast awareness. cancer awareness, yeah. and it was like uh, walk a mile in yeah. their shoes and or I something saw a lot like of, that. You know, yep. I saw a lot of uh, my frat brothers give those bros flack for that. And so if it was for a good cause and stuff like that, I'm 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 secure enough in my manhood that I'm not worried about what anybody else thinks because of that. You know, if it, if if that was the the walk a mile in their shoes and, you know, wear this, this, and this for the, for the social action or whatever the case may be. Yeah. I'll do it in a heartbeat. Like, I don't, I don't care. I'm not that. I can't believe that bro wore this. I can't believe that bro. No, grow up, you know, like be a man, like either, either you are, or you aren't like you're, if you, if something like that questions your man, quote unquote manhood or your masculinity, then you have bigger issues than that. But I just wouldn't do it because I don't like, I wouldn't do that more than I wouldn't do any other challenge. I wasn't doing that, you know. I think the only challenge I've done on Facebook was the um the, ice, the bucket. ice bucket. Yeah. Like I don't do those things. You know, it took a lot for me just to do the freaking the plank challenge in our, our health group. You know, mm-hmm. um and I said I did it once and I haven't done it then, since then. I do the planks every day. So that for that reason I wouldn't do it. But if it was like something for my daughter's school or we had to do something like that for a project, yeah, in a heartbeat. I'm not just doing it for the the, the Facebook or the gram or something like that to get likes or whatever the case may be. Um, and disclaimer, depends on how long this uh, quarantine goes on and I get bored enough, who knows what the f*** I'll do. But, uh, <laughs> you know, all right, you just want to do. But as of today, that's just not my 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 cup of tea. So yeah, what about you? So me, I, you you used to go and you'll do it. I, I, I already I know. Definitely would. Um, it's yeah, it, it's one of those things that if if I would never be like, hey, let's do the hit the switch challenge. I, you know, because the same way we Fur talked about, like I'm I'm not like oh let's go do these things like that. I'm not really for those. I'm not trying to make a spectacle. But if Jenica came to me or Haley was like, hey, let's do this TikTok. I want to do it. I, I just really don't care. And even if it is and like, I, I probably wouldn't try to put on anything like sexy. But like I, I the, the, one of the ones that I saw was the 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 daughter had on like her cheerleading costume or something like that. And the dad had on his and then they switched. So the dad put her cheerleading costume on. Or something, and um. Hold on, hold on. Did he have his own cheerleader costume? I don't know. No, no, I don't think so. I think he squoze into it. Um. No, but you said he put on. He had on his. What did he have? Well, on? he had on a. Oh, oh no, he had on like a you know just normal t shirt, jeans, or whatever. Oh, that's what yeah, I thought. Yeah, about. So and he so had a yeah, they switched. He had his cheerleader so when they when they, when they hit the switch or whatever, you know, he was in the cheerleading costume, and again, I was in one of the bros groups, and they were giving this dude flack, and I'm like. 
I would do it because if my daughter wants to make that memory and she's laughing and joking with it and it's something that she's like adamant about, I probably would say no the first time, maybe the second time. But after she's like, hey, I really want to do it. Let's just play. Um, and, and it's making that memory with her. I probably would do it. I mean, I, you know, I really don't care because uh, like you talked about being comfortable in my masculinity, me putting on that cheerleading costume is no different than, you know, fraternities doing it in college and stuff. And they, they throwing on cheerleading costumes and running around and stuff. It's, it's just having fun, making a spectacle, uh, making memories with my daughter. And then after that, we're good. So I, I definitely, I probably would. Yeah, and to that point, I mean, especially this situation, and uh, Christian Bracy brought this up, Annie Baraka Hussein uh, Obama was uh, talking about us this other day. <laughs> I, I don't think Hussein is in there. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm almost positive he's in there, dude. Just look, look, look it up. Um, was talking about we have to remember our kids are going through things too. So, you know, Jasmine's a preteen. She's locked in the house and she's looking for an escape. You know, if this is six months from now and she's just running out of stuff to do and she's just trying to find something to do. And this is what she needs to just experience life or whatever the case may be. Then I think, Buck, you're you're the kind of person. And I, and I think I talked about this before. Before I had my daughter, I was like, I, I want sons. I want, you know, I want all sons and one girl. I wanted a son first and stuff like that. And just seeing the interaction you had with Jasmine, like, man, there's something special about that father-daughter relationship that made me appreciate it. And so just knowing how you feel about Jasmine, and I could be wrong, if she needed that, I think you would do it. You wouldn't post it on your social media. Like if she had her own social media or her own little school group or whatever, you, she can do what she wants with it. It's just like, I'm not going to post it on, I'm not about to go on Facebook and Instagram and put it on Three Brothers website or, you know, Three Brothers page or anything like that or Ferg's page. But if my daughter wanted to post it and like with her friends is what I'm doing with my dad, then by all means, I would be more open to that than me like, hey, Jasmine, wake up. Let's do this TikTok. Like, yeah. you know, that won't be me because I feel like there's a lot of people just looking for stuff to do, but I won't do. I probably learned what TikTok was maybe two, three weeks ago. Like, I just don't yeah. I don't rock with TikTok, you know, so I, 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 I've said a long time ago, there is like a race for. But it seems like a lot of straight men are just dying to put on a dress for likes and laughs on social media. So I'm definitely not in that class. Now, the caveat you added with the whole doing it for charity and stuff like that. I probably could be moved on that. Yeah. But um now yeah. what now I'm going all the way back in the way back file at Phillips. Was that you, BJ and Marcus Holloway, that that dressed up for a, a, a drama show? Uh, really, no. Nick? really my nigga? <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know if y'all see me uh, readjusting my in my chair. Oh you want all that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> really my nigga? That's it how you're gonna do social media though. <laughs> yeah, it was a. Uh, I think was it a Black History play? I don't know what it was. Uh, uh, Tales now. I don't know what kind of. Shoot, that was man. That was ninety four, ninety five. I don't even think it was ninety five, dog. It was Phillips, so it was like early nineties. Yeah, so I think we might have been seventh grade because I feel like uh, I feel like I feel like whatever it was, I feel like Tyreek Jones was still in that same play. 
So he had, if he was still there, it had to be 93, 94. Um, so the old, the doing it for charity. Um, yeah, I, and, I would do it for Jasmine, my daughter. And Jasmine begging me, like, you know, for whatever, I don't know what reason it would be, but like you say, six months later, she just really think it would be fun. You know, I, you know, she. <sighs> Yeah, and I think social media is what puts a damper on it because, you know, your daughter just having those memories with her, you know, like I used to watch growing up in the 90s, watching TV, watching the, the guys have, you know, the, the good fathers have tea parties with their daughters and play dress up with their girls and makeup part like all this stuff like just like hey whatever you want i just want you to know i'm here for you and i want to spend time and do what you want to do I definitely and it's like i don't like am i too cool am i worried about what everybody think? i and and i'll say this on on live like i can care less about what anybody i, I the only person i have to impress in my life is my wife and temporarily my manager until i can find a better job you know like uh if that's a that's an issue but and then after that it becomes my kids I, I think I would if it, if it was for them and that's something they needed or it was a moment like Rozzy said for them. Like, I'm not going to post it, but and they going to give me a damn good reason. It's just like, Dad, you want to do a TikTok? Let's do it. Nah. <laughs> so so we, we, we got time. Let me ask you all this. So, Ferg, you kind of touched on it. So does putting it on social media cheapen a gesture in your opinion? So there's a guy who gave like about six fast food employees. He walked up to the drive through window and gave each of them ten thousand dollars, and it, but he but he had it recorded and he posted it on like Twitter and different social media. Does it cheapen the gesture that he did for them by recording it? Not at ten thousand dollars. Ain't no way, ain't no way to cheapen giving ten thousand dollars. No. No. Um, imagine the cat that called in sick. <laughs> Hey, Y'all dog. got what? <laughs> dog, you know you I, you work my shift, dog. I ain't saying you give me half. <laughs> but no, you know, um, I think it it that's the problem with social media. It's hard to tell people's intent. Like if he did it and said, "Hey, I challenge you to give a tenth of that. I challenge you to give somebody ten dollars." Like they're struggling right now. These are essential workers during this, like I'm assuming it's during this time, during this time, like give, if you have it to give, do it. If it's not this person, do this, 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 and this, here's the things you can do. If you can give it, you know, like, you know, that's cool. I can, that's dope. You know, I challenge my, my mentees to do things all the time. If you're doing it just to say, I want likes or I want, I want followers because that's my thing. Like, I don't know who to trust. Social media makes me question people's true motives. You know, I know people, if they did it, it was just, it would just be for the likes. I know people that would do it and it'd be like, Hey, let's make the world a better place. Yeah. But I mean, I, I made a joke about the whole, you know, $10,000 and at $10,000, it's not cheapening. But the thing is those folks still got that $10,000. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? You still helped out. So I don't, at that amount, I don't care if they want it just for the likes. They still gave away $50,000. So you get the likes for giving away $50,000. Um, but they you about know. to write that shit off, Rosie. Then they about to sell their book. And so let me show you how you can uh, have 50000 into 500 to give right? away, yeah, yeah. To give away, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> Follow my Facebook page and learn how. You know, yeah. it's like, 
you know, and, hey, and, been... I mean, you know, the, the, but the thing about it is, I, I think there's a fine line because, you know, I'm sure when you go for a service project or even in the bros, right, you you take pictures. I hate, I hate it. And, and stuff and, and put it, it on there and you know you put it on social media because you're like we're doing good in the community because it, it. especially non-profits because you really have to think about if a non-profit is doing it or you're somebody that's associated with a non-profit you have to get more people that's either giving you money and things like that so you need to promote the good that you're doing so there is that fine line of I'm I'm putting it on social media to promote it so other people can like you, you say they can continue to do it and they can press towards uh expanding it. Um uh, but there's also that it, you you can kind of tell when people are doing it just for the likes. Like if 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 that's not in their nature, if that's the only time you've seen them do anything good, but you know, if there's somebody who feeds the homeless every weekend and you see it and they're on on uh, Instagram like, "Hey, I'm down here. Y'all make sure y'all come down here too." yada yada yada. That's totally different than that one time, that one off I'm giving, I'm feeding the homeless for, you know, Thanksgiving. And that's the only time they're going to see me. Uh, that's a little different. And I, I do feel like those those instances is where you need to just stay off of social media. You need to really be doing it just for if you're doing it to enrich yourself, do it to enrich yourself. Especially if you're if you're exploiting the people that you're helping. Mm-hmm. And so I've, 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 I've had this issue before. Because of some of the community service, I'm very active in our chapter that we do. And I know one project we do, and I think it's a great cause. You know, we we feed a couple of hundred families every Thanksgiving and Christmas. But we also take pictures in for them because the frat requires us to, you know, have proof of the community service. But it's like, man, this is a less fortunate family. This lady's over here, you know, barely has, you know, not well-dressed old family. You know, they're this is not a picture moment you know we we pray with them we do all that stuff it's like this is not a picture moment like i don't i don't want to put this and this gets into the the oracle and this tens of thousands of people looking at this lady or us doing this in her home and like this shack or like hey you know let's pray with you god bless you hopefully next year you don't you don't have we don't have to come I'm, i'm almost like i pray every year when i do this that we don't have to bless you next year I hope you're in a position where you say, hey, I'm good. Pass over me, you know, but we still have to get those pictures. Now, granted, part of me, part of my one of my biggest faults is I'm not good at getting those type recognition. You know, I think we talked about it before. We're not good at celebrating ourselves. And sometimes you need those recognition recognition like in sales. uh, Some of our best salespeople, they'll say, have a brag book, have a brag folder. Mm-hmm. And yep. I'm like, every time I go interview, like, uh, pull up your brag book. I'm like, oh, I don't do that. Like, I don't, I don't save emails from my customers saying, hey, you did a great, great job, or an email from my manager or his manager. Like, I just, you know, appreciate it and I keep on moving. Like, I'm not good at, and it, it probably hindered me. You know, the people who are good at selling themselves sell themselves. You know. Uh, I got to get better at it. You know, social media, definitely. I'm definitely not a social media. Hey, let me t- show you how much I love my wife for this day or how much I love my kids. You know, if I do it, it's just random. And I just like, you know what? Let me post this. You know, I- I'm just in the mood to say, hey, I love my kids this much. or I love my wife this much. or I love my friends this much. But no. Um, yeah, that was a good one, though. So, uh, fellas, it's been a great episode. Uh, we're about to close on out. What do you have for us? 
Uh, Ferg mentioned um, our, it was either Ferg or Riser, you guys mentioned our health group, man. If any of you guys are listening, shout out to you guys. Thanks for, thanks for the participation. The plank challenge really took off. Uh, Vonda added the uh, squat thing. It's just good to see the participation in there. People just trying to, uh, you know, get themselves together, especially during this quarantine when you're in a house full of snacks. You can't really go nowhere and be out and be active. It's good to try to be active in the house. Ferg always talks about being fit by 40. Uh, so a lot of us are turning 40 this year, early next year. So let's get it, man. This quarantine uh, got to make it, making it hard, bro. Yeah, man. Let's, let's, let's All keep my gains I made in the last call it, three, four years are slowly. I'm look, after my surgery. It was Ferg line, though. He fit, man. He already, he already good. But I'm not where I want to be. I was, I was doing good for a minute, man. Like, we, Russ, we were in um, Paris. People like... They thought I was like a professional at like what what sport do you play? I'm like, nah, mm-hmm. nah, I'm good. What did you play in college? Even on the boat when we went on the cruise. What did you play college ball? Nah, dog, I just I just walk around like this. And I'm not saying I was, <laughs> you know, a beast or anything, but I felt like I felt good about myself. I don't feel good about myself right now, fellas. But but hey. you always been naturally cut up too though. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah, it's been. Um, oh, and one other thing before I kick it to Rozzy, on the Facebook page of Three Brothers No Sense, we posted a collection of uh, what are those things called? Freezing freezer pops or whatever like that. Yeah. Okay. A handful of you guys chose orange and purple. I'm sorry about sending the cops to your house, but it had to be done. All those choices, there were only two wrong answers, and, you, and a handful of you guys managed to get it wrong. But I hope you guys are back home and safe, but I had to send the authorities your way. Orange is more wrong than purple, though. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is actually true. <laughs> like, orange should, leave, le- should be left stranded in the freezer. Yeah, that's that post-quarantine shit, like, man, well, we can't get back out for another two weeks. I guess we got to go ahead and eat these orange. Like, it should nah, be a... Nah, man, um, Ollie, Ollie likes orange. That's his, that's his favorite. He'll right. go for him. But you need to get you need to you need to worry about him, bro. It teaches better. <laughs> it's better. <laughs> the signs are there. <laughs> oh man the only thing i have man is like i said i i appreciate the special episodes that it, it's been fun recording those and doing something a little different uh so let us know how you guys like those special episodes and let us know if you want more of that just kind of differences uh and we're also looking for guests so if you guys uh want to hear about something in particular let us know so then we can find a guest that may be able to uh, give you a deeper insight into it than us because uh like we say we don't have any sense we're just 100 percent opinion uh with a little bit of facts in here every once in a while but if you need some facts and you guys want some uh deep intellectual conversations on some things let us know and we'll make sure we get folks on the show that can uh give us that so that's all i got man well, two things real quick. First of all, Riza, you still owe my people a video. I do. I, I, I'm I, sorry, man. Like I said, it, it's been like killing me. Uh, but yeah, I, I'll get it out. OK. And the second thing is I, I made a promise last episode that by this episode, we would at least have a, a therapist or a counselor in mind. And I, I held to that. We have our first counseling session, the wife and I, Z and I. Uh, tomorrow afternoon. So we're going to do our first marriage counseling together. So that's big for us. I've never done anything like that. It's we had to fill out all this paper, you no, know, this questionnaire and stuff like that. And 
once again, I was trying to self-diagnose myself, so we'll see how this goes. But I uh, made a promise and I wanted to give my uh, our listeners and my, my brothers here the heads up and the update. And so if anybody's out there making promises or this is a time to all the things that you said you wanted to do or you need to do, do them. You know, there's no time like the present. Tomorrow's not promised. Go ahead and get it done. So if you, if you want to do it do it, hopefully everybody comes out of this, this crisis or this time period, having accomplished something that they couldn't or didn't have time to do before. So, um, but with that being said, three brothers, no sense signing off. You know what to do. Listen, like, share, subscribe, comment. And most importantly, listen again. I'll let you next week.